Good morning and welcome to On Fire Radio, brought to you by Catskill Mountain Christian Center, a full gospel family church and Christian academy located at 629 Main Street in beautiful Margaretville, New York. What a great day to go to church. If you don't have a church, come on over to Catskill Mountain Christian Center. We would love for you to be our guest this morning. That's Catskill Mountain Christian Center this morning at 10 o'clock. If you'd like more information about On Fire Radio or Catskill Mountain Christian Center, give us a call at 845-586-4848. I'm Renard Bartow, and I'd like to invite you to join us for the next 30 minutes as we bring you On Fire Radio. Now let's go to Pastor Bob Engelhart with today's message. Let's go ahead. I think somebody, Randy or Renard or somebody read Matthew 28. Some of Matthew 28. It doesn't really, it, it, the resurrection is in all of the Gospels. We're, today is Easter, so we're, it's, it's a kind of a special um, um, special day, and we spe- celebrate a se- special portion, portion, probably the most important, the central portion of the entire equation, right? This uh, this came from our conversation the other day, Ron, because uh, it just popped into my head, that we all know that two plus two equals four, right? And you roll your eyes and say, oh my gosh, he's going to preach that again? John 3.16, oh my word, I know that. Right? But it's just part of the equation. Right? If all the things, you know, I love the, the pictures of the uh, professors, physics professors that are writing these gigantic equations on a blackboard, completely fill up a blackboard with squiggles and numbers and, and, and a lot of this stuff we know already. And I, Ron and I were, were talking, right? And I said, what if right in the middle somewhere you said there was a parenthesis and it said two plus two and then the end of the parenthesis and the equation goes on. Would you roll your eyes and say, oh my gosh, I know this whole thing already. Am I right? You see, what we're, what we're celebrating today is the, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Two plus two equals four. This is the center of our faith. But God has given us an equation, right, to to give us the uh, what we're going to need or what we have the opportunity to learn. We certainly can't learn everything about the God who created the heavens and the earth, right? You go, I don't know that. I don't get most of that. But he's given us here what we need to get us to where we need to go. Are you with me? Right? And some of the the most brilliant minds in human history have gone through all their learning and all of their knowing and come to the place where they've said, this makes more sense than anything else that the world has to teach. Because without it, there's an emptiness that exists inside. There's a lack of fulfillment. But when this finds its place, when Jesus finds its place in you, 
not only do you smile, but you smile perpetually inside. So we're going to read of the resurrection of Jesus, the discovery of the resurrection of Jesus. And then we're going to go backwards in this equation. And we're going to talk about another section of the equation that refers to this section of the equation. Okay? Um, Matthew 28. Now after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. What tomb? Do we, I, I, you know, hopefully we still have enough of the general knowledge of sort of the story of the cross of Jesus Christ that I'll have to go back over all of that. That's not today. We got a book full of stuff here. So some of this stuff, I'm gonna hope that you know something about. If you don't read it, will come to us and we'll help you find somebody to walk you through it, right? It's not rocket science. It's much more profound, frankly. It's much more profound than rocket science. I'm having a good time. I don't know about you. All right. And behold, there was a great earthquake, and an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow. And the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. What does that mean? That means they fell over, they fell. They became like dead men. They fell down. You kind of do that when God's around. But the angel, um, and the guard shook for fear, but the angel, angel answered and said to the women, these two women who came, just don't be afraid. So many times God tells us not to be afraid. You know? If you don't have Jesus, you should be afraid. Be, fra be afraid, be very afraid. You ever heard of that? You could be afraid. It's okay to be afraid. But if you have Jesus, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. For I know you seek Jesus who was crucified, who was killed the other day. He's not here, for he is risen. <laughs> as he said, as he said, as he told you all this time, he is risen, as he said. Um... He said, come and see the place where the Lord lay. Go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going before you into Galilee. And there you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy. You ever get like scared? It's like, a, you know, I don't watch horror movies. But sometimes when you watch a horror movie, you get really scared and you laugh at the same time. Right? Right? Fear and great joy. Right? They're like a little bit scared, but they're laughing at the same time. Right? Like, what's going on? That's so cool. Um, so they went quickly from the tomb and with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples' words. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, <laughs> saying... Rejoice. Rejoice. Jesus says to you today, rejoice. 
I rejoice like a problem, like a money problem, like a kid problem, like this problem, whatever. Jesus said, rejoice. Rejoice. That means have joy living inside of you and let it emote. Let yourself emote. Rejoicing is not just having joy in your stomach, being happy in your stomach, but your face has never gotten a message. Rejoice is when you emote. Yeah? He said, rejoice. So they came and held him by the feet and they worshiped him. And then Jesus said, do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee and there they will see me. Now, while they were going, behold, some of the guard came into the city and reported to the chief priests all the things that happened. And when they assembled with the elders and consulted together, they gave a large sum of money to the soldiers. They paid the soldiers off, saying, listen, do me a favor. You can't tell anybody this, because we're going to start an insurrection if, we, if you guys go around telling everybody this. So they paid them off. I hope well. I don't know if it was worth it or not. Um, and they said, tell the people, tell them. His disciples came at night and stole him away while, he, while we slept. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will appease him and make you secure. That the guards are going to like. The guards went like, they're going to kill me. Right? My job was to watch him. The, the, dead, the dead guy. To watch his tomb. That was our job. They're going to kill us. You know, forget, this was Roman government. They're going to kill us. I said, we're going to make you secure before Caesar. Don't worry about it. Here, we're going to pay you off. <laughs> so they took the money and did as they were instructed, saying... And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews even until this day. And then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. I still don't believe it. I still can't believe it. People, do you know the dead is dead? I don't know. Some of you are young. You don't know dead is dead yet. But when you get older, you recognize Death is the sickness from which there is no cure. There ain't no cure, right? Some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. How much authority does Jesus have in heaven and on earth right now? All. All. Very simple word. Very simple word. You say, no, it's like devil runs this place. I mean, they're killing people in, in um, um, Ukraine and, you know, all over the world. What a miserable place this is. What a miserable joint. This is my 42nd marriage, and, you know, my kids hate me, and everything is, everything is falling apart. Right? So you should, we should be worried. You know, most, most of our culture are nihilists. Meaning they don't believe there's really any purpose in life. There's really no future. There's no purpose. But Jesus is saying, I got a little surprise for you. I got a little surprise coming yet for you. Because all authority has been given to me, given to me both in heaven and on earth. 
I have all authority, and I ain't done yet. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all the things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am um, with you always, even to the end of the age. So Jesus went away after this, right? The disciples died and Jesus went away. No more miracles, no more hope, no more this, no. No, and I have, I have news for you. As much as I, I loathe to admit it, everyone has never believed. From, from the very beginning, everyone has never believed. There's something about you if you even have a suspicion that there may be something to this and you're working your way toward that consideration, there's something to you that you don't even know about yourself, that you're not like everyone else because everyone doesn't believe this, right? Or else we'd be, there'd be people surrounding the whole place and stuff, not because I'm talking, but because Jesus is here. And we're celebrating this wonderful truth that what? There's, there's, a, uh, there's a vaccination for death. And the first guy ever vaccinated from death came forth from the tomb. And he promised you that you could be vaccinated from death too. Now you're going to have to experience for it for a little while, but not forever. Get to live forever in Jesus, right? And I'm going to go back to, just because um, I, I think Jacob said, this is my 31st Easter. So you've got to kind of take a different angle each year or else you're saying the same thing. I don't want to say the same thing. The whole book is filled with Jesus. Listen, Jesus is everywhere in the Bible. As a matter of fact, the Bible says in the Old Testament, Jesus is concealed. In the Old, the Old Testament, Jesus is concealed. In the New Testament, Jesus is revealed. But the Old Testament is preparing us for Jesus. So when we read the Old Testament, most of it is, most of it is what we would call at least in spirit, prophetic, right? Not that it all has to be a prophet, but it's all prophetic because God is setting up. But we're going to, let's do this. Let's go back to Exodus 11. I, now we get to um, chapter 11 of Exodus. And the Lord said to Moses, I will bring one more plague on Pharaoh and on Egypt. Afterwards, he will let you go from here. When he lets you go, he will surely drive you out of here altogether. <laughs> God's going to say, the plague that I'm going to put on him is so bad that he is going to drive you out of here. He is going to push you out of here. Afterward, he will let you go from here. And when he lets you go, he will surely drive you out of here altogether. Culture is losing its foundation of respect for God's word today. And that's why this is all prophetic and how people really never change, okay? Um, verse two says, 
Speak now in the hearing of the people and let every man ask from his neighbor. This is very strange now if you're reading this. Speak now in the hearing of the people. What people? Not just the Hebrew people, everybody. He's in Egypt now. Speak now in the hearing of the people and let every, um, let every man ask from his neighbor and every woman from her neighbor articles of silver and articles of gold. Verse 3 says, And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. The Hebrews, God's people, got favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Why? Because of their generosity. Verse 4, Then Moses said, Thus says the Lord, about midnight... So now Moses is prophesying what God, God said. Now I want you to tell, say this. Moses said, thus says the Lord, about midnight I will go into the midst of Egypt, and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sits in his throne, even to the firstborn of the female servant who is behind the handmill, and all the firstborn born of the animals. You know, death hurts. Death is horrible. Death is horrible. Death is horrible. Did you not know that? Death is horrible. It's a horrible sickness. And when you have somebody close who passes away, the bitterness in your heart, the pain in your heart when someone you love passes away, you know, I'm at the age where my parents are gone, and, you know, and I always say this, listen, I, I theoretically kind of knew especially as I grew up, that it, there might be a chance that my parents might pre be, die before me, predecease me, and, and I got that, and I was sad about that, but it was nothing like when it happened. When it happened, it was bitter. It was, it was painful. It was, it was heartbreaking. Follow? So he's, he's saying, listen, this death angel is going to come and all of the firstborn are going to die. It's going to be great pain. There's going to be great heartache in Egypt. Now listen, because Pharaoh hasn't listened. Pharaoh hasn't paid attention. Um, then there should be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt again, um, such as it was never like before, nor shall it ever be like again but against none of the children of Israel. The children of Israel are going to get a pass on all of this. Uh, there should be, but against none of the children of Israel shall a dog move its tongue. I mean, not even one of their dogs is going to die. This is what he's saying. Against man nor beast, that you may know that the Lord does make a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. The Lord does make a difference between believers and non-believers. The Lord does make a distinction between believers and people who are not believers. The Lord does make a distinction. Two kinds of people in this world, folks. I mean, there are many kinds of people in this world. Mainly, as far as God is concerned, two kinds of people in this world. Believers and people who are not yet believers or not believers. Follow? See how I'm trying to show you how this is like I, this is prophetic even for today. Um, 
But against none of the children of Israel shall a dog even move its tongue or a man or a beast, that you may know that the Lord does make a distinction, difference between the Egyptians and Israel. And all of these, your servants, shall come down to me and bow down to me, saying, and now he's saying, talking about the Egyptians, you're going to come and bow down to me, saying, get out! And they're going to come to Moses now and say, get out! Because they recognize Moses is behind this, right? Moses, God is behind this. And they're going to come to Moses and say, get out! And all the people who follow you, and that I will go, after that I will go out. And then he went out from Pharaoh in great anger. But the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh will not heed you. God, I'm telling you, Pharaoh's not going to heed you. Um, not everybody's going to believe. Not everybody believes today. I don't know if everybody believes in this room. I pray you do. And if, I, if you don't, I pray I push that button in you so that you can take an anger toward me with you out of this room that will make you go and talk to God and say, I don't agree with that guy down there, by the way. Right? That's okay. That's okay. It's good. It's good. Because God is looking to save you. So, um... The Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh is not going to heed you so that my wonders may be multiplied in the, the land of Egypt. So the Lord and Aaron did all the wonders before Pharaoh, and the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and did not let the children of Israel go out of his land. You know, um, the devil, the deaf angel, doesn't want to let you go. Even though our message is offensive sometimes, even some of you who are believers, the devil doesn't want to let you go. We don't just get a pass that easy. The devil doesn't want to let you go. You know, that doesn't mean you don't belong to Jesus. It just means that you've got to keep your eye on the ball. Now, chapter 12, the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, every man shall take for himself a lamb. Now, remember that Jesus Christ... This is the, the big payoff in this message, by the way. Jesus Christ is the spotless lamb of God. This prophecy of this lamb, is uh, this lamb that, that they're going to slay on Passover is all, about, is all about prophetically looking forward to Jesus. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight, and they shall take some of the blood and shall put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel. So what you're going to do is you're going to kill the spotless lamb, you're going to take its blood, and you're going to put it on the doorposts and on the lintel of your home. And that is prophetic of your heart. Jesus' blood is applied to the doorposts and the lintel of your heart. So the death angel passes you over. And you get to go to heaven with Jesus. You don't belong to the devil anymore. You're not an Egyptian anymore. The death angel passes you over. Awesome. Awesome. We get to be with Jesus. Death angel got to pass you by. There's blood on these doorposts and on this lintel. There's blood on these doorposts and on this lintel. See, I'm not saved because I'm saved. I'm not good. I'm not good. 
Jesus is good. And his blood exists and has been applied to the doorposts and the lintel of my heart. So the death angel has to pass me by. But I'm still going to strive to obey Jesus, even though it's not all that easy. And and they shall take some of the blood and put it on the doorposts and the lintel of their houses. And then they're going to eat this lamb. And they're going to eat it with unleavened bread. That unleavened means there's no, um, what is it in it? Yeast in it. There's no yeast in it. What does yeast do to bread? Makes it rise. We're talking about the unrisen Jesus. The blood from the unrisen Jesus. The human being Jesus. God incarnate. Completely human. Unrisen. Unleavened. That's why the Passover is the feast of unleavened bread. Because Jesus died before he is converted into this physio-spiritual God-man who can vanish and appear whenever he wants to. He's seated at the right hand of the God, even at the right hand of God the Father, even though he's still a human being. Yeah, yeah. Part of the equation, folks. Um, And then they shall eat the flesh on the night and... um, with unleavened bread, and they'll eat it with bitter herbs. And that's a, that's a, that's a picture of the cross. Bitter herbs, picture, picture, the picture of the cross. Remember when Jesus said, I thirst? And they, they, they put on a reed, a, a, like this bitter bile up to his mouth. Remember? There's a bitterness in the cross. Bitterness in the death of Jesus. The Bible says he despised the cross. For the glory set before him. So yeah, there is some hardcore stuff in the Bible, but it's for the, the glory that's set before us. Um, and he says this, you shall eat it with a belt on your waist and sandals on your feet and your staff in your hand, and then you shall eat it in haste. Um, Jesus uh, says, behold, I come quickly. Listen, when you take Jesus, when you get today, when you get the idea, if you have an idea today that Jesus, this Jesus I'm talking about, may be real, have, have your, your shoes on. Run to Jesus today. Amen. Don't stop and think about it. Go now. Go now to get Jesus. All right. Um, For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike all the firstborn. Down a little on 13. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on your houses where you are. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. See, Jesus is coming back to judge the world. To judge the living and the, and the dead. Amen? We've got to have our running shoes on. You know what I mean? So to this day, you'll keep this as a memorial day. The Last Supper, Jesus was celebrating this, this Passover feast with his disciples because Jesus is the Passover lamb. I said all of that to say this. Now Jesus 
has been risen from the dead. He spent time with his disciples. He was taken up to be with the Father. He said, go now into all the world and preach this gospel till I come back. He said, behold, I come quickly. Well, maybe he didn't come quickly for the entire world. The Bible says if God hasn't come yet, it's because he's long-suffering. And he doesn't want anybody to miss out on the possibility of this salvation. If, if God, you know, Jesus said, behold, I come quickly. If he hasn't come quickly and you roll your eyes and say, yeah, he's really come quickly, it's only because God loves you so very, very much. He wants you to, he wants to grow in him and you, he wants you to reproduce him in the lives of others. He wants you to be filled with his Holy Spirit. He wants you to rejoice in him. Amen? It's Easter. Jesus is risen from the dead. The Passover was given to us to show us that the death angel has to pass us by. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that God has used this message to minister to you. If you would like to help financially support the work of Catskill Mountain Christian Center, you can go to our website and give at www.cmcconline.org. There you'll find options how to give online safely and securely. And to find out more about Catskill Mountain Christian Center, you can follow us on all of our social media platforms. You can follow the handle at CMCC Church at Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also head over to our website at www.cmcconline.org. And on behalf of Pastor Bob Englehart and everyone here at Catskill Mountain Christian Center, this is Jake Johnson signing off. God bless, and thank you for joining us this morning. <laughs>